Hello and welcome to today's show with your host Mark Chatterton. Today I am pleased to welcome Keith Zander of the group Zander and the Peace Pirates onto the show. Keith is the lead singer and lead guitarist with the band who hail from Liverpool. Through their album 1111 and live concerts the band have gained a large following of fans from around the world supporting the likes of Bon Jovi and Manfred Mann's Earth Band on the way. So a warm welcome to you Keith. Hello, peace. Hello. Uh, let's start with the name of the band, Xander and the Peace Pirates. I suppose many people, when they hear the name, think that you are Xander, yet that's your surname, and you also have a brother in the band, Stuart, playing alongside you. So That's right, we're, we're both Xander. Yeah, so that's how, it, how, it, how the name came about. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. obviously, you're also called the Peace Pirates, and the, the Pirates part of the name... I guess comes from the fact that you were you were born without a, a right hand, and you have a hook yeah, instead. Hook. Yeah, yeah. The pirates and the peace thing is because obviously the message and the music and and my kind of whole experience has led to finding some more inner peace. And yeah, as, yeah. as anybody who comes on your show, I'm sure you know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, they'll understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously. We, we've seen we've seen you, your your hook there. Can you tell us a little bit about what it was like growing up with with that, and how you feel about your body nowadays? Okay, well, growing up, it was kind of um, a situation where you're the you're the different kids, so it, it, it had its challenges at times, you know. Um, but I think on the whole, because of my attitude, I was pretty positive about it, and I kind of turned it into kind of a, a fun thing uh, you know that I, I managed to set people at ease quite quickly about yeah, it, yeah. about having one arm and you know obviously wearing where I often wore the hook or or an electronic hand which is I think I've got it here somewhere I've got an electronic hand as well somewhere but it just looks like um, a Terminator hand right okay I, I used to wear that a lot in school uh, it was called a myoelectric um, which kind of just works on this kind of uh, in this kind of way um, so yeah I obviously had moments of struggle where kids would be scared of me and um, run away from me but um, because of my attitude I think I think it kind of um, softened the blow quite a bit yeah, if I yeah. was more of a, if I was more of a victim mentality, then I, I'm sure it would have been more of a problem. But um, it never turned into bullying, so so that's a good thing. That's a good but thing. Yeah, yeah. Who, who's going to bully someone with an electric hand or a hook? I suppose it's not yeah. it's less likely, is it? Yeah, yeah. And I suppose nowadays you you just accept it and get on get on with your life and yeah, whatever. well, yeah. It's, it's just a part of who you are, like having mm. looking having a certain face or you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. People are people are obviously going to see that you're slightly different, but um, I don't ever see that as a bad thing. I mean, no. it, it can be portrayed as a bad thing, but um, in my my experience, it's been a very positive thing having having a missing arm because it's kind of led to my uh, kind of awakening experiences in a way, and and my um, and my confidence, you know, in in just being yeah. Up, happy with being different not not being scared of uh, being myself really yeah because i understand that 
when you decided you were going to start to learn to play to play the guitar, uh, one of the teachers said, "Oh, you're never going to be able to do it." But you obviously proved it yeah. wrong. Yeah. Yeah, a, a few people said it. it, mm. it it's going to be a struggle for you. You'll you'll be broken hearted and you'll just be disappointed and and struggle. And you know, at times, yeah, there was a struggle, but there is for anyone learning an instrument uh, or learning anything new. So mm. the way I saw it, the way I could see it was that anything's possible, really. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I, I learned quite early on that we limit ourselves with our thinking. That became quite obvious to me when I, when I discovered that I could play. I started to realise, actually, people limit themselves and each other through their beliefs. You know, um, belief is a very powerful thing, isn't it? You know, yeah, what yeah. we believe in creates our reality, uh, uh, more or less. So, um, yeah, so it was just really, a lot of it was psychologically transcending all of this uh this limiting information that was coming up me to say that i couldn't do it um which obviously isn't the case you know mm, um, yeah yeah I well mean, people doing far more amazing yeah. things than me playing guitar <laughs> <you know? laughs> well i've got here a, a copy of your first album 1111 and oh, it's um a very spiritual spiritually based album could you explain a bit about your spiritual side of your life how that came about and how your your beliefs evolved and so on well it's always been been there i don't i don't know i'm, I'm sure you're the same you you had an interest in christianity and other religions maybe growing up and uh from quite a young age i i remember hearing the word nirvana um and being interested, what does nirvana mean, or you know, what does moksha mean? What does what what does what spiritual awakening and becoming very in, from a very young age, becoming very interested in Hinduism and Buddhism and Christianity, and um, seeing the the correlation between them all, and seeing that they are obviously talking about the same kind of realization, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. this one oneness experience. Um, so it, it started off an interest in it was from from uh, I must have been about far, four or five you know I heard the word God and I was like, that's an interesting concept and uh, and the idea that God was everything and and omnipresent and created us and creates everything that we see and touch taste smell and, and it's all one thing which which to me was, sounds very it sounded very exciting to me so um, yeah I was always always attracted to it as a child and then growing up um, I got into spiritual healing um, and I found the way music affected me. It gave me these kind of, uh, this kind of peace and uh, tingly feelings, uh, you know, like this kind of tingling all over. And I was, uh, I felt like that, that must be something deeper in me that's reacting to that. Um, and I was getting the same thing when I was listening to um speakers you know uh, inspiring speakers and uh, or people speaking about non-duality or the words of jesus or the words of buddha or muhammad any of these masters uh, when i listen to them i would or, or listen to their words or read their words i would get this kind of uh, feeling of homeliness a feeling of uh, wholeness come come over me so um yeah it, it kind of just was always there um, yeah because i understand uh, you had a 
a near-death experience. Could you tell us a little bit mm. about that and how that's affected you? Well, that was that was the, uh, a massive changing point for me in all areas, really. Um, I was about I was 15 when I had the accident. I, I impaled myself on a fence post. Um, I've got a big scar here. Um, I, I ended up having a splenectomy, uh, removed my spleen because it was smashed into 10 pieces. Um, I collapsed my lungs, um, uh, damaged my liver. Um, and there was a point during the operation where I was flat, flatlined um, and I came to sort of this expansive space. Um, and then I, I remember waking up um, in this space, in this kind of light, um, and then experiencing that even after the accident, whilst in, in, in the body, so experiencing kind of a, an expansiveness in my energy and feel it. And, and I remember just before, uh, as, I, as I was kind of, basically I was dying, I was bleeding to death inside. Um, my, 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 um, my whole diaphragm was filling up with blood, so when they opened me up, it was just, it just it was, it was pretty graphic, sorry. <laughs> Sounds pretty awful of it. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, so le leading up to that point, it was almost like there was a complete acceptance and an okayness with death, which also brought about this feeling of peace, even though I was in very deep pain and suffering. Uh, there was something in the background that was like, this is okay. This is, this is good. You know? <laughs> which is, is the strangest thing. Um, but um, now looking back on it, it was kind of just like a, an, a, a, an awakening point, really. I sort of understood what the, um, what, what these teachers or pointers or whatever you want to call them um, were pointing to. They're pointing to this kind of uh, expansive space in which we all appear, you know, um, but it's not a, a separate, nothing is actually separate within that um so that became um, a massive turning point for me because then uh, my mind expanded obviously uh, and i that's when i really started getting into guitar really yeah and yeah. using music more and um using it as a tool to sort of uh, um spread this message of peace and harmony that's already present in us all you know did you keep the experience to yourself or did you talk about it quite openly with other people i didn't really talk about it much uh, early on because I didn't, I didn't really understand no no what was happening and i you know i still don't really <laughs> I still don't understand how why some people are, are, are more attracted to spirituality or non-duality um but it, it's uh yeah i didn't really talk about it i talk, i obviously talk about it more now yeah i yeah. feel that but obviously, it's, it, it, as I've grown up and I've seen what's going on in the world, it's obviously an important thing to talk about peace, peace and joy and happiness and thankfulness in your case with the book, which is yeah. an amazing book, by the way. Thank Go you. Go out and buy yeah. it. Yeah. Mark Chatterton, thankfulness. It's brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, it resonates so deeply with me. Um, Good. Yeah. Thank, thank, thankfulness because um, it, 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 I don't know from your experience, but being thankful makes you more present, doesn't it? And vice yeah. versa. So, mm. so when we're when we're in the present moment, we are, na are naturally in appreciation of it because we yeah. have to be 
focused on it to be appreciative of it. So that, that book really resonated with me. Good. Um, Good. Yeah. So, so really, yeah, it was, um, it just, it, it's become more of a, an important message now, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, with everything that's going on mm. and um, all the tension people are holding in their bodies and minds um, is obviously going to not help um, with the current situation. Um, and not just this current situation, but uh, you know all, all mm. the, the stuff people have to deal with. You know, um, yeah. I was going to ask you about that, so I'll ask you about it now. Obviously, we we're in this lockdown situation, and lots of people are, are having to really rethink what's going on in their lives because they've lost their jobs, they've got no money coming in. How do you see it all evolving or happening? And is it a an awakening call, perhaps, for for humans? Well, it's a, it's an opportunity, I think, um, mm. for for awakening just to take place. It's, a, it's an opportunity to surrender to what is happening and um, open ourselves up to new things, you know, new ideas. Um, a lot of people obviously haven't got the distractions that they might have had before with working all the time. Yeah. Um, often, when we're stopped in our tracks, it. it, it it can, if, if we allow it to, um, force us to go within and look for something a bit more stable in ourselves, mm. um, which a lot of the time we're looking out there for something to stabilize us within, and uh, it may temporarily stabilize us, um, but it's not lasting. And I think uh, that's what more and more humans are learning, is that they're not going to find stability in an object or the world they can only find it in themselves and and that takes time to let go of all of the um illusions that the world is happening out there and that i'm in here um because that's clearly not what's happening from even from anyone's experience i think anyone could agree that we're only experiencing ourselves yeah we're not experiencing a world out there we're experiencing a world within us mm. and uh if we're not there to experience it it's not there yeah yeah um so whatever that is that is seems to be experiencing um, is is a mystery and will remain a mystery. And I think the the problem with spirituality is is that we often get in spirituality and try and figure out conceptually what it is, what we are, which is obviously not definable and not knowable in the way that we seek to constantly know it. You know, um, I think meditation and breathing exercises all help find this inner stillness and this inner peace that we're all seeking yeah. through through noise, really, mm. <laughs> which, which we're never going to find, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you found that through your experience, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's constantly evolving, obviously, and we're, we're learning and ex- experiencing, I think, is, is the important thing about being a human on, on Earth at this time. and and um, yeah sort of making connections with people of like-minded uh, ideas and so on yes yeah. yeah yeah let's That's get it. back let's get back to the album again just show you again you've you've got um some words by um what's he called um uh, alan um watts um alan watts, yeah. yeah who is the author of one of his books is the way of zen and he brought a lot of uh, eastern ideas to the west and so on um is he someone who's inspired you then yeah very much so um yeah anyone with a message of peace and freedom and really 
anyone who brings about a state of relaxation and and releases the tension um i love do you know what i mean i love mm. i love any 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 speaker that that speaks in in such a way to bring about that that natural sense of who we are is is um is a blessing you know um that includes any 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 of them really yeah because i notice you um often post um words from this american uh, guy called i can't know if this is the right way to pronounce it Ad, adi ashanti is that right adi ashanti uh, yeah, yeah yeah an american spiritual teacher mm. can you tell what what you find special about him or again is it is just his teaching that it's just it just resonates uh, it might not resonate for everyone but in, mm. in my case when he was talking about when he talks about emptiness and spaciousness which really they all, all, all so-called teachers which i don't really think they're teachers they're just pointing out yeah what what is ab- absolutely simple and obvious which is what you where you're looking from is not a solid object it's not a it's not a a solid uh, graspable object so so uh, anyone who who teaches that to, to to go within that space which is really letting go of everything isn't it it's letting yeah. go of all the all of the distractions um which is hard for a lot of people because we've got so much to think about and so much to do and we feel so responsible so it can be a real challenge just to sit still and be quiet you know and not and not uh, listen to the narration the constant narrator mm. you know mind which is just it just does it doesn't stop does it no <laughs> it, it doesn't stop it just yeah. keeps going it's like breathing or mm. you're not going to stop it but you can um become more focused on the present which is all there is really so mm. it sounds difficult because it, it does seem to be difficult doesn't it <laughs> Otherwise, everyone would be at peace. Yeah. Are there any particular books that you would say have have really influenced you in any way? Um, this, this, there's a few actually. Um, the, a New Earth, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Uh, Tolle, yeah, yeah. Um, Power of Now. Uh, early on, I, I was really into um, Eckhart Tolle, and I still am. I think he's a brilliant pointer. Yeah. Um, True Meditation by Ajishante is a very powerful mm. book, which is all about um, just allowing things to be as they are, really, not fighting with yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's a the line that he uses. I think his teacher said it. Um, if you try to win the war with your mind, you'll be at war forever. Mm. Um, so, it, you know, uh, a lot of people, I think, think that meditation is about not thinking anymore. But um, it's not us thinking anyway. Thinking mm. isn't chosen. Thinking is happening, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Just mm. like everything else is just happening spontaneously. And mm. that's a mystery. And I think a lot of um, intellectuals might take on this message and try and figure it out to benefit them. Mm. But it's actually that thing that's trying to figure it out and benefit themselves that's covering up the reality that it's an infinite mystery (laughs) (laughs) would you say you have a vision for the future of how the earth is going to be in in a few years time and so on well i know you've you've written it in your lyrics a little bit haven't you yeah i i mean i think the vision really 
is one of more community and less mm. ego. Yeah, yeah. Um, because where, where, while there's egos, there's 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 always a barrier uh, between each other. And I think once the the barriers drop, when people actually mm. see that actually they're just experiencing, they're not experiencing another person. They're mm. actually experiencing their own limited beliefs about somebody else, which isn't actually happening. That there isn't another person out there. We're only experiencing our projections mm. of that person um so it, it, we can't force this realization and we can't tell anyone how to make it come about or, you know because it's already that way but there is no separation anyway so the idea of there being mm. non-duality is is also ridiculous because there is no duality there's no duality or non. they're just concepts so mm. Mm. i think when people really allow themselves to fall away which is is often often just giving yourself permission to sit still long enough to see that you're not solid mm. or real in the way you think you are. Um, yeah, yeah. That can bring about more of a sense of love and community um, in the whole because people can finally come together. But while there's ego there, it's it's just not going to mm. happen as we mm. as, as we've seen up to now, you know. Um, yeah. But you're seeing more and more conscious uh, communities, aren't we? You know, in Wales and there's one in. Um, Portugal that you know these like conscious gatherings and stuff um, which is which is amazing to see so my my dream for the future is really to to for people to come together in a non-egoic way you know to relate to each other as themselves you know with love and you know love thy neighbor love thy enemy all that business isn't it you know it's not to me that none of that's religious because Chris uh, Christ wasn't a Christian, you know, and Buddha no. wasn't a Buddhist, you know, no. the, the whole, like, you know, when you talk like this, people go, oh, you must be a Christian, you must be, a, it's like, no, I'm not an ist. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm not suppose, a follower of any particular. Mm. I suppose idea. a lot of that has, has sort of come out more with, with this um, lockdown and so on, with people volunteering and helping and, and realizing yeah. that, that it's, it's not all the celebrities or the footballers who are the important people. It, it's the people down at the front end, all the doctors, nurses, yeah. shop workers, exactly. and so on. You know, yeah, the real yeah. heroes, yeah. yeah, the ones yeah. that aren't getting paid very much, really. So yeah, yeah it starts. Um, it mm. throws everyone into this new perspective, doesn't it? Yeah, automatically, yeah. Mm. Um, because you know, I think obviously the more limited we start to become, the more we seek freedom. It, mm. within ourselves so so what we're seeing is obviously we're becoming we're having our freedoms appear, apparently taken away more which yeah. is becoming more apparent to everyone and mm. this is why we have a lot more conspiracy theories and mm. stuff like that we're starting to say well you know because people everyone knows how corrupt and dark humans can become so it's mm. no surprise we, mm. we you only have to look at history so i think as as these limitations are pushed down on us we're, we're being forced to um find freedom within yeah yeah because it's 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 not out there it's it, mm. it, and it can't and it can't be found and and security cannot be found in the world because mm. the world is completely unstable yeah so mm. so we have to bring our own mm. stability to to the experience which you know mm. is really realizing that you're not the experience mm. you're you're actually something far vaster and and miraculous mm. and unknowable mm. um that isn't even happening because to say that to say that I'm happening would mean that there was um, a subject object reality 
but mm. we don't experience a subject object reality we experience just one thing but we, we we we're living in this kind of constant illusion that i'm i'm in here i'm i'm the body and i'm the mind and i'm experience i'm in the world but that that clearly to all of us if we sit still long enough we'll go we'll see that that's not true mm. that's just an assumption that's been made by everyone else and including often ourselves because we fall into that same way of thinking you know mm. and we experience it that way you know i'm separate i'm i'm a separate human being from everybody else and i'm alone and all this you know mm. so it's, it can it's a very um uh, troubling state to be in really in an egoic state or a separate state mm. um, it's very sad for for sad feeling it feels like you've lost something mm. um so yeah it's important i think this message what what would you say to someone who's starting to think about um the spiritual side of life and thinking you know all that's happened is make them question their role in in the world and how how they fit in and what is life all about how would what would you say to them if they wanted to go a little bit further to try and you know find out a bit more what what could they do well I, the, one of the one of the greatest things i found is just focusing on your breathing mm. um literally just uh seeing if you could how long you can focus on your breathing and i think a lot of people will find that difficult to begin with and then they'll discover who their true enemy is mm. which is you know this false kind of idea of who we are which is is, is built on assumptions you know so when i'm focusing when anyone's focusing on their breathing they're not focusing on thinking anymore mm. or or just focusing on hands your hands or or focusing on some part of the body it, it takes the attention away which uh, again makes you more open to this kind of spaciousness in yourself yeah <clears throat> um so so yeah there's there's loads of techniques i think mm. i mean even the the wim hof breathing stuff you know <laughs> doing the, the heavy breathing you know it can mm. bring about a, a feeling of peace you know just by breathing yeah, yeah. quite erratically mm. you can bring about cannabinoids and alkalize your blood and do all these miraculous things just breathing mm. you know which is obviously another important thing that people could be learning at this stage with something so yeah um damaging to the lungs you know to to, mm. to get into breathing is obviously not only going to bring you a sense of peace but a sense of healing as well yeah and i suppose the fact that virtually everyone has got access to the internet nowadays there's plenty that they can look up on the internet they just if they've got a question about something ask the question and, and look for the answer and it'll be there on the internet exactly yeah yeah it's all very accessible yeah that's right let's um just quickly go back to the the group because i understood that there was a strong possibility that you might have been playing at glastonbury this year until it was called Mm. off and um the 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 founder of uh, glastonbury michael lewis saw you um playing in this um competition that you won and he said you should have been up there on the pyramid stage so that must be quite quite an honor yeah no, he's lovely. He was a lovely man. It, yeah, he was. He seemed to be really uh, taken, taken mm. by it, and um, he had a lovely, lovely presence about him. Lovely, yeah. lovely guy. So it, it was really a really nice experience. And um, yeah, it looked like we were, we probably would have played, but mm. I, I think we still will. Obviously, yeah, this yeah, year. one one day, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, he said, you know, 
he he would love us to play. So uh, whether it would be through that competition or just him figuring something out and getting us to play on one of the mm. stages, mm. either way, it looks yeah. like we would have played. So yeah. that's very positive, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. it was yeah. wonderful. Well, and we got lovely feedback off everyone that, that day, so it was, it was nice. It was good, yeah. Um, because obviously it's a bit difficult <clears> for you at the moment because you can't be gigging and, and reacting and playing to live audiences. And you've also... Yeah got enough material for a second album but you haven't got a record deal at the moment so at the no, moment no. You, you're trying to find someone who will, will take you on and, and re- release a second album so if there's yeah. anyone here listening there they are and and there's plenty of material we'll put some links on at, at the yeah. end of this show that you can hear some of their songs and and see what you think yeah thank you mark yeah i appreciate that mate yeah thank you. so um we'll call that a day i think because of, of the time and everything but thank you keith for oh, speaking to us mate. and sharing some of your insights and your experiences you. of life thank you thank you thank you brother i really appreciate it thank you very much and um yeah we'll chat soon and and buy mark's book everyone <laughs> thankfulness right <laughs> okay lovely right finished <laughs>